The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. The teachings of the Holy Spirit continues to unfold in these beautiful readings we've had since the time of Easter. Christ is preparing the church to receive the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, the Paraclete, which we've been speaking about for the past few days now. And it is the Holy Spirit which will be given to the church. Why, again, as Christians, our peace should never be disturbed. Again, no matter what happens in the world, Christ says, I will give you the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. And the beauty of the Catholic Church and her teachings and the magisterium unchanged for 2,000 years. Isn't that beautiful? Just think about that for a moment. Our church teaches and maintains the same teachings from the very beginning, which is why we can never change the church's teachings no matter what cultural trends there are, even if the Catholic Church's moral teachings become unpopular. No, as Christians, we boldly proclaim it. Why? Because we have no authority whatsoever to change what the Holy Spirit has given the church. No authority whatsoever. As Christians, we are simply entrusted with handing on the teachings of the church undefiled. That's why no pope could ever change the church's teachings, no bishop, no priest. Even by committee, we cannot change the church's teachings. It is our job still to be faithful. And we know beautifully that the, if you look at the, the history of the, of the church, the Holy Spirit is constantly guiding her. Paul, in the first reading here, as you remember, if you recall from Acts of the Apostles, a few uh, chapters before, Paul has that dream. He has that man in his dream saying, waving him, come to Macedonia. In other words, come to Greece. And then Paul takes that turn towards Greece, and then he established a church in Philippi yesterday, and then now we have Paul in Athens. Athens was the cultural center of the intellectual ancient world. This was the home of Socrates, Aristotle, Plato. This was the intellectual heart of Alexander the Great. I mean, this was the, the heavyweight of rationality. Paul now goes there to preach the gospel. And notice this. This is already beautiful and profound. He's at the Areopagus. The Areopagus was the, was the center. It was, in a sense, it was the intellectual center. It was where intellectuals would go to the center of town and they begin to dialogue and to preach all the different teachings of the ancient world with, with each other. And so now Paul goes and he preaches the Christian message. And notice the response. The, there would have been a huge crowd 
How many are converted on that day? A handful. <laughs> just a little bit. This is few people. But those few people would become the bedrock because eventually Greece, the ancient world, will be converted to Christianity. Have no fear. The Holy Spirit is always guiding the church, no matter what happens. It's our job simply to be faithful 